Welcome to At The Table. Yeah. Podcast. True. We just started this. We got my guy Kodak here. We here. They picked me up on the street. I was out here trying to buy some marijuana. And uh, they said, hey, let's do a podcast. So here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Kodak, how did this podcast come about? Well, we had an empty empty table. And they said, hey, let's do a podcast. And they say, hey, let's name it after the table. So here we are. You got to look at me. Don't look at the camera. We're we're here at the table. We're at the table. I'm sorry. I was talking to the studio audience. I'll never forgive you. I'm like Deadpool. You know how Deadpool (laughs) looks at the camera. (laughs) So we came about this because we actually had an interview today. We did. And uh, a celebrity talent who we will not name. I think she died. I think the only way we would be okay with her not showing up the interview and not calling, no call, no show, is if she died. She died. So, all right. But she... (laughs) (laughs) We would be serving fried chicken and Hennessy at the repast. So <laughs> that is know, wrong. That is unfortunate. You know, she's, That's a, great, wrong. she's a great talent. A lot, Shout out to the the Miss Celebrity Talent who missed her opportunity. She gave us our opportunity to start the At the Table podcast today. How do I? <laughs> so I know everyone's excited. We're uh, very excited. You probably don't know who we are. Mm, introduce yourself. <clears throat> My name is the Jackal. The Jackal. You know that. Yeah. Uh, you should look up why I named myself that. I just did an email blast about it a month ago. Uh-huh. Um, I think I got that email. You did? I think I did. I threw it away. I put it in the trash. I saw that you. <laughs> I saw that Spam. you. I saw that you opened it and, and you clicked it. Oh, he got a new app. I didn't know you could do that. But you did not respond. Yeah, mark this spam. Anyway, uh, that's fucked up. <laughs> did you unsubscribe? Uh, not yet. I, I hate when people unsubscribe from my email. It really, I get like, I get hurt inside a little bit. I'm, I'm sorry. No, when people hit unsubscribe on my email blast, it really affects me. You're, you're affected. And there'd be people who's like supposedly cool with me, and I'd be like, because we can get the news in person. I don't need to subscribe to your email. Goddamn, all these. Oh, so you are that person. I am that person. You know how many times I've had to unsubscribe to Yahoo and Google. That's bullshit. I didn't know Yahoo still had an email blast. Well, I'm not Yahoo and Google. I am... The Jackal. The Jackal. I'm shooting gunshots right now. That's how I feel. That's your soundboard? Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm playing with this. You know, I got to have a little bit. But anyway, anyway, back to who I am. I managed I managed Headcrack from the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. We had a managed, great... Managed, like... Managed, like our contract is currently up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, we still work together. He's a great talent. It was a, a hell of a ride. He actually really got me a lot of opportunities in the industry and I'm, I'm thankful to him and appreciative. He was a great client. Um, and of course, E.T. from iHeartRadio. He yeah. used to be on the Dirty Boys. Mm-hmm. before he, they... he was the Dirty Boys. Still oh. that out there. I didn't say that. I still fuck with you, Jay Nix. I fuck with you. I did not say that. Uh, but yeah, basically he used to be on the Dirty Boys, uh-huh. but now he is on iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Shout out to iHeart. Shout out to 96.7 Gal- The Galaxy. The Galaxy. Yeah, Hoover, he is the Hoover's only Radio. The only radio guy with what? A stripper pole. He has a stripper pole in his studio. And uh, I'm trying to visit that stripper pole later on today. He's actually trying to rush through the podcast to go through that. So, yeah, let's get... I'm, I'm joking. I'm Priorities. Joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. So, yeah. So, but, yeah, so E.T., I, then I got this new client, uh, Jabrizi. He's a magician. You know yeah, him. he makes stuff disappear like... Hip-hop illusionist. He does uh-huh. crazy shit. Ha-ha. Um, he's actually my biggest earner right now. We get them checks, like, every other day. Another email is opening up, like, bam. He keeps talking about all this money he getting with Jabrizi, but he ain't sharing none of it with us. I just... First of all, 
You're right. But uh, yeah, yeah. First of all, they're in the ball. <laughs> but that's what I do. Kodak's got a lot of stuff under his belt as well. Oh man, you know, um, the lead host for All Urban Central, of course. That is my biggest platform. I don't know what, what I did to deserve that sound drop, but okay. <laughs> uh, All Urban Central, the greatest show ever. Greatest. Uh, um, of course, do uh, y'all uh, views? Hold on, we can't just get past that. Y'all views are through the roof. Through the fucking. Like you're roof. competing with like what complex? Uh, oh, we don't even got to name them. We can't name them. Yeah. Can't give them that credit, but the biggest ones. Yeah, the biggest ones. No. Or the ones that thought they were the biggest. Um, yeah, we, of course, we got something coming with Jabrizi soon as well. So uh, a little bit of cross-promotion there. So, um, yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Um, of course, I have a, my past with TMZ. I used to be one of the guys getting the biggest stories out to the net. And used now to I, be? You know, this is my baby now. This is this is my baby. Now. You got to support. You know, we can still get you on TMZ if we need. We can pull up. If they, if, if somebody wanted, up. we can make a few call, phone I mean, calls and make a story happen. Right. That's where it is right now. That's what they need to know. So you know, if, if you guys have a story, you know, you know, just hit my phone. Do call. not DM us. Two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. Hit Kodak up on the low. Ah, it's Kodak's about to book. That's your real number. Or that's your Google Voice. It's uh, Mike Jones' number. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Michael Jones. So, that is a good one. I'm Kodak. This is the Jacqueline. This is at the table. At the table podcast. At the table podcast. So, so what, what first you, on the docket, Cardi B is not the docket. What do we have on the table? You're right. What's first on, on the table. What is on the table today? Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Uh oh. See, I had to get the siren for this one because this one is serious. It's like an emergency, oh, let me, let me, emergency, let me take emergency. A sip of my, my cup because um, they're not paying for it. So. I can't believe this is actually happening right now. Because, you know, this whole time they have been playing this sneak dissing, subliminal shots. I'm not talking about you. you the, all this type of shit has been going on. And I can't believe that they actually, I can't believe that actually happened. A shoe. She threw a shoe. That's, that's. Let's pick sides, though. Whose side am I on? I'm Whose side are you on? Okay. I used to, actually, I am a... Answer the damn question. I'm a fraud. I'm a fake. I was fucking with Cardi B when everybody was fucking with Cardi B. I was on the wave. Fake. Even though I didn't really appreciate or, or like, really fuck with her rap skills like that. Uh-huh. But I just, for some reason, I wanted to hate on Nicki Minaj. Oh, you know what it was? Because Nicki Minaj was not as relatable. She was, like, had this stuck-up, I'm better than you, bad bitch persona. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's cool to have confidence and self-esteem as a woman. However, hers felt a little demeaning sometimes the way she addressed people. And I felt as if maybe, you know what, she deserved to be kicked off her pedestal and have a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that a ghetto chick like Cardi B was the one who did it. After that, though, um, I always knew Nicki was a better rapper as far as spin bars and shit. You know what I'm saying? Bars are overrated. Let's say that now. Who, her bars? Bars in general. Oh, bars? Bars. That's a no, let's finish this one. Let's write that down. Bars are overrated. Bars are overrated. Bars are overrated. You, right. you want to go there now? Well, we got to come back to that. Let's come back to that. We got to pick one. sides. However, so uh, right now, yeah, switch sides. I'm on, Nick, I'm on Team Nikki now. Team Cardi! Barty in the building. So, you know, we, we was drinking the Barty before we got here. I wasn't drinking. I don't drink. Anyway. Services, that's a lot. So, uh, yeah, Team Barty, man. You know, I, I love the underdogs. I love people that come from wherever they come from in America and are able to rise to the top of the occasion. That's exactly what Cartier Barty did. 
Bodak Yellow, Cartier Bartier, of course. She was on the uh, the song with G Easy. Um, forgot the name of it right now. We're aware of her plethora of She's, packaged she hits that she received. Hit after hit after hit. Her 15 minutes ended an hour ago. So let's mm-hmm. talk about it. All right. So the reason why I'm Team Nikki is because. All right. So I like to play check chess, not uh-huh. checkers, right? So. I was, and the reason why I was fucking with Cardi in the beginning, because she wasn't really speaking on the Nikki, like she never mentioned her name, she was just expressing her frustrations about some person in the industry who's been stopping bags or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool, well, it could be anybody. However, once you, it's like, you know, if you ever watch the Bad Girls Club, when I was like maybe 14, 15, my mother had that shit on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of the game was these girls who was ratchet, all ghetto who proclaimed, you know, bad girls, they go on the show and their goal is to get a reaction out of the next girl on the show. Mm-hmm. To kick them off the show. Because the rules are whoever hits the person first is the one who gets kicked off the show. What show is this? Bad Girls Club. Oh, Bad, bad Girls Club. Okay. So whoever got the girl that hit them first is the one who got kicked off. Okay. So basically, I commend Nikki for doing it at such a fucking upscale event, too. Like, she did it at, like, you know, it wasn't like a strip club in the back corner. This was at, like, Fashion Week with all the biggest elite. Mm-hmm. She got a reaction out of her, and she got her to act ratchet and to really, you know, blow some deals, maybe. She got her to come out of her... her, her, her there's no video of Nikki. You don't see Nikki's face nowhere. Because she's hiding behind five big-ass uh, Peruvian security guards. I don't even know Peruvia is a real country, but it is today. Peruvian is a country. Peruvia. They have great cocaine. Shout out to Peru. Peruvia is what? not a country. Peru. Peruvian. Peruvian is the type of hair that these hoes... You just said cocaine. Yes, Peruvian, Peruvian cocaine is some of the best. That's what I hear. Shout out to Peruvia. <laughs> Anyway, you presented your case, I'm going to present mine. Yes. Now, we're going to talk about upscale events. There's a whole bunch of Peruvian being snorted at these events. So, I don't think fighting is worse than doing cocaine in the bathroom at Fashion Week. That being said, the day after, the day after this incident occurs, guess who endorses Cardi for one of their products? Uh, Tom Ford. Tom Ford. Now, you may say, hey, this happened a few months ago, a few weeks ago, whatever. It stands to say that just because this event happened doesn't mean she's going to lose out of any bags. And also, let me state that um, Bodak Yellow, no, not Bodak Yellow, Invasion of Privacy jumped back in the top 100 after this event because people mess with Cardi that much. They are you really Team Cardi or are you just playing are the team Are you really Team Cardi, Cardi or are you playing the devil's advocate hey, right now? What what should it hey look you can't mess with me if I uh, yeah Cardi yeah we team Cardi. Okay. Alright, well I mean I'm really sad for you because I, I like to be on the winning team. Hey. And let's talk about winning. Let's talk about whose album came in number two overall and threw a hissy fit over it. You're right about that. I'm not going to defend Who's Nicki. a sore loser? I'm not going to defend who, Nicki Minaj that hard. Who, who said that your much. album only sold because of a two-year-old baby? I don't know. I don't really care, though. No, it's not two-year-old. I'm, I'm not team Nicki like that. No, you are. Did you say it was team Nicki? For this situation, I am, but not overall. Well, Nicki's been shitting the bed all year. Yeah, I'm saying she just finally came up and like got a plus one now. Uh, like, no, it's not even a plus Cardi one. Cardi got a knot on her forehead and is walking out By with no security, shoes. and that is a it strike of honor. Is. It is a badge of honor. It's kind of like if you go to the army and you get shot in the shoulder. Yeah, you got shot in the shoulder, but you can say you got shot in the shoulder. It's different with girls. 
The girls, when they finish a fight, it's whoever is the prettiest afterwards still. Man, I who, know a lot of people. I, I, know, I know a lot of people. So even with dudes, if you got a black eye and the next dude you fought the other day and the people wasn't there didn't see the fight and you got a black eye, they don't care how it happened. You know what we're saying? You should have seen you the lost. other niggas. You should have you you should, you should see the other niggas. Anyway, we can move on to the next thing on the table. No, the next thing on the table is bars are overrated. Oh, okay. Well, actually, it was Mac Miller is dead, but. I thought we were going to. Bars are overrated. So. But we can go to bars are overrated. God damn it. Okay, we can talk about Mac Miller. Okay, Mac Miller. Um, I wish I had a lot more to say about this. I'm sorry that he has happened to pass like that. I heard it was, what, overdose or something? Overdose. The, um, uh, Mac Miller. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie and say I'm a Mac Miller fan. But I will say after his, um, after his passing, untimely passing, I definitely listened to his last album. And... He definitely had some thematic music about there about things that he was going through. Like he was talking about not being in a, in a place where he can appreciate life without being on on drugs. But I also heard people from his camp say that he, even though he was going through what he was going through, it wasn't really an addiction. So I mean, we can only you know speculate at this point. But it's definitely um, it's definitely tragic because you know at 26 you think you have the whole world in front of you. And to go out like that, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's unfortunate because he had a lot of fans. He influenced a lot of people. I know, like, when I was coming up uh, in college in around the year 2010, 2012, uh, a lot of people were listening to Mac Miller. He came up with the Wiz Khalifas, the Currencies. And, um, I don't really know too much about Mac Miller. I didn't even know that he dated Ariana Grande, first of all, which that, to me, is weird. It is. Because Ariana Grande looks like she's about 12. And... Like, she seems so goody too. She was like, "How you dating an addict like that? Like, what are you doing? Are you over there doing some well, stuff?" Well, have you seen a boyfriend now? Pete Davidson is definitely looks like a method out. Ellen DeGeneres. I can't say that. I did not say that. You gotta edit that out. I'm sorry. No, you can't keep that. But I didn't say it. Pete Davidson de- definitely looks like he does the finest of drugs. So does she do drugs? Ariana Grande definitely probably does the finest of Peruvian cocaine. <laughs> But she just got a better, what, PR team? Yeah, she has a better team. I think, you know, these pop stars definitely always have better teams. Because they have, to, I don't know. I they have to protect this image. They say, you know, you can't be out here doing Peruvian cocaine. They're going to spit it out. Like, you they're know, doing when, a good you job. You see your dog when you, like, they, you know they're chewing something. And you're like, what you got in your mouth? Yes, my dog does it all the time. And they run off, and you got to find them, like, ah, spit it out. That's right. how it is, like, with Ariana Grande and cocaine. <laughs> Ariana, stop. I did not start this rumor. I just asked a question. She might I do thought drugs. I was going to be the bad guy on this pre- podcast. I'm pretty sure Ariana, I mean, uh, Mac Miller wasn't doing drugs by himself. Okay, well, RIP Mac Miller. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I was just always wondering how people who seem so goody two-shoes could date an addict and not. Like Whitney. Because Whitney was, people don't know that Whitney you know was what? the one that turned Bobby out on a low. Because every every time this conversation brought up, they're like, Bobby Brown ruined Whitney and da 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 We just found out it was the other way around. And not only, Bobby Brown was hitting Janet and Whitney at the same time. <laughs> oh, I forgot. That wasn't on the table. Bobby. He is smashing Janet and Whitney's cakes to smithereens. Did you see... I didn't watch it. I, 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 oh, I didn't see it either. Yeah. I think you have to have cable for that. those type of things. You have to have a passion to know about what kind of drugs Bobby and Whitney were doing to care about those type of things. Yeah, I don't know. I know they're doing cocaine and crack. All right. Well, co- shout out to Cocaine. They're going to be sponsored. Shout out our to the next, Cocaine dealers across America. Our next uh, podcast. You see the all-white yes. theme. 
know. We're accepting sponsors. We're accepting spo- sponsors. Um, call in right now if you like. We are accepting phone calls. Uh, the number is one eight hundred. Smoke crack. Okay. Next um, on next on the table was that said that you in your handwriting. Album sales. Album sales. But what are you trying to say about my handwriting though? You write like Could a do- you, have you, not- write, you write like a doctor. Ah, I accept that. That means I'm smart. No, you write like a doctor. Doctors have terrible handwriting. But they're, you got to be smart to be. We're not talking about your, your intellect. We're talking about your handwriting. Which would fall under what category of why would sloppy. I care about that? Sloppiness. <laughs> it fall under the category of sloppy. Sloppy, okay. So, anyway, uh, album sales. Album sales. Oh, okay, I have the Billboard top album sales here on my laptop. Spit them to me. Uh, number one, what do you think it is, first of all? Album sales, right now. Number one album. Right, country. right now. The person's white, I can tell you that much. Fudge. Uh, what white people came out with an album? Um, I don't know. Who is what it? white person didn't come out with an album? Eminem, Kamikaze. Are you still number one? According to Billboard. Wow. I haven't heard it yet. I really haven't fucked with Eminem since... No, I, I listen to Kamikaze, and Kamikaze is great. Um, he actually scored the theme song for the new Venom movie. Um, which is in stores. Uh, you said scored? Yeah, he scored it. They gave it to him. Is it, is it a song on the soundtrack? Or is yeah, he, it's on the soundtrack. Or is he creating a film score? No, he, he's, when I say, when you score, say scored, when I say he got scored a, they gave it to him. Like, then no, that's not acceptable because he, they, they gave it to him is better. Because yeah. score means you have to earn it. Well, you don't think Eminem earned it? Not... Eminem has been, been doing a theme song for the U.S. Army. Like, he's been doing, like, whatever. Has he really? I mean, every time I hear an Eminem song, it sounds like some, some shit you listen to as you're enlisting. Like, you know what's crazy? I was working with this video licensing company who, back, who licensed a lot of background music for TV shows. And they were doing a panel, and they were, like, one of their most requested songs Not is. Not afraid. No, they'll say, we want something that sounds like, you know, Lose Yourself. Yeah, I could see like an upbeat, inspirational. I can see yourself underdog. I can see yourself like in somewhere in Huntsville, Alabama, um, as you're standing in line at a, the local recruitment center and lose yourself comes on. You're like, fuck yeah, America! <laughs> I'm signing up. I'm signing my son up as well. Oh, sign my daughter up. I'm gonna refer my uncle. Yeah, he's 55. But fuck it. Hey, he's strong. America, make America great again. <laughs> Um, oh, okay, can we talk about this new Kanye West and Little Pump song? It is very amazing, but I will say, are you mad? I love it. Okay, cool. That's the name of the song. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to play a little bit of it right now. Play a little bit of it. What's, the, what's the laws? Can we play um, how much per second of some shit for free? I don't know. Is it like 15 seconds? Can uh, we Google that? Can somebody Google that? That's how much can you play of a song, commercial use? I love it. I love it. You got it? I got it. I got it. I got it too. All right, let's see who can play it first. You know, all day they can say true. Try to got to do a test. <laughs> I don't want to do no survey. That's why I like, I like the beat. The video got me too because the video was really uh, creative. Can we start fast forward to, to Kanye's to part? Kanye. Okay, my favorite part. I only drink sparkling water when I go out to restaurants, and I swear to God, anyone that knows me can vouch for that. Oh, what, what, what can I say about that? I only drink sparkling water. 
first time to ask if you want flat or sparkling. Wait, right on the run that back. I didn't say it right. Yeah, no. When's the first time they asked if you want sparkling or steel? Why are you trying to act like you were drinking sparkling water for you came out here? Why do I like that? Why do you because like it? Because it says so much about you. Because it's such a... <laughs> it says so much about you. When you go to a restaurant, I used to dine at a bunch of... I usually dine at nice restaurants. I like to eat out. I'm a foodie. Ladies? I like to dine at nice restaurants. Ladies? So, um, I don't usually bring too many people with me, so I can ball out if I go by myself. So, ladies, I don't know about that. Uh, but what I'm saying is, um, when you go to a restaurant, people always ask you, if you go to a nice restaurant, this is how you, this is a status thing, it's called class, right? So if you go to the fucking IHOP, they're gonna give you a fucking thing with water on it, with a fucking straw, ice water, they got out the filter, and they might give you a lemon if you ask for it. I'm not drinking that shit. I, sparkling still or flat, sir? Oh, it's sparkling, please, you have Perrier. Okay, great, I'll have with the lime. No ice, because ice filters Ladies, Perrier it. costs $1.76 at your local Kroger. Don't listen to this nigga. <laughs> but we're not at the local Kroger. We're at the restaurant where the Perrier costs $8, and the regular water is free. So you're being finessed, and you know that. No, I actually like sparkling water, and it feels good, and I feel classy when I order sparkling water at the restaurant, which is why Kanye West is like, why are you trying to act like you was drinking sparkling water before you came around here? Because you didn't even know about that, because I'll put you on to that. Is Just like when he said to the... Uh, Gamba Rose and that diss track album he had afterwards when Chris Rock was dissing her when he said I reupholstered that pussy he did reupholster that pussy exactly that pussy's he lost said you didn't know what Red Bottoms was so you started fucking with me that, that pussy is lost that's talking about you giving people game and you putting them on showing let's them talk flat. about this video though yeah exactly let's talk Spartan about this video um, about the video with the Lil Pump video yes the Kanye Lil Pump okay. when I saw the video I was like fuck out of all the chances Kanye had to put a Bitch with a huge ass and huge titties in the video. This was the video. He put a he put fucking Adele Gibbons in it, and they're following her lustfully as she's walking down the hall. And I'm like, I'm looking at the Adele Gibbons. You're upset about that? I am, cause I want to see a bitch with a huge ass. We always see that. I want to see you, you get tired of looking at asses. <laughs> Jesus. And then when you got Kim Kardashian as a wife, I mean, that's like the ass. They could have put Kim Kardashian in the video. They could have. Like with a huge, super inflated ass. Like, I know. Do you remember the Best I Ever Had video by Drake? Uh, yeah, I remember the. It was a bunch of titties jumping around playing basketball in that video. Had nothing to do with the video. <laughs> Kanye directed that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Kanye directed that video. And here you are with a chance. To actually throw some he did. Huge he ass. announced it at the Pornhub Awards too. I heard. Which is a this is a great song for Pornhub. I felt it was a little inappropriate that Lil Pump is like eighteen though. Like you, did y'all make that song before he turned eighteen, or were you making like a fucking sex well, song? Well, Kanye, with a seventeen-year-old kid before. Well, Kanye is the type to definitely record some shit the day before it's released. We saw that with Ye, and um, yeah. Okay. I don't know. That could have been recorded backstage at the Pornhub. Well, I felt a little weird about that. Did you not think that was weird? Well, I'm a quick fuck. I love a quick fuck, so. I'm a sick fuck. I look a quick fuck. Yeah. Like I get you that nip tuck. Buy you a sick truck. How you start a family? The comics looked up. What's next? Uh, <laughs> oh, um. Eminem. No, we skipped over something right here. Oh, I did it on purpose, but uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So, apparently, either I'm old, being 29 years old, or. 
I don't understand the power and the hype about these um, dolls and Barbies. Barbies. We love ass cheeks, man. I know I've seen cash dolls, uh, posterior, posterior. I said posterior. 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 Right. Um, I've seen cash doll posterior in person. Of course, with clothes Shout out to cash dolls posterior yeah, as well. Yeah, that thing is massive. I'm gonna have to give that a round Google of applause. Google it. Google a picture of cash dolls butt. Shout out to cash dolls butt. You have to see it. You have to Google a picture of Cash Dolls, but it is incredible. She has I've one of seen the, it before. She's she has one of the best asses in hip hop. Okay, so that's just you and you're an ass man. I am. She don't got no titties. Oh, that's why you're trying to be like, all right, twerk Tuesday, twerk Tuesday. Yeah, you could be like, you could be up here like this, but the ass looks like. I a, might pull up with you to the Turk Tuesday no, though. You're not. You're and, you know I'm not. You're not. <laughs> I'm not. Big Shout cat. out to Turk Tuesdays though. Shout out to Et your client. Shout that's out like, to Et Hop. My heart. They, they ain't gave me no bags yet, so. I mean, E.T. is your bag. E.T. is his own bag. E- he's your bag. You, I'm, no, you get a part of the bag. that sounds weird. You get a part of the bag. Ah, I don't know. Anyway, nigga. Right. What's next? Uh, okay, so what do you think about, okay, so we got Cash Doll, we got Asian Doll, we got what else doll? Uh, Dream Doll. Dream Doll. Cuban Doll. Cuban Doll. That might be a porn star. Wait a minute. You said something earlier. So wait. <laughs> you said some other. Did you say Peruvian dog? <laughs> Peruvian dog. Yeah, Peruvian dog. Um, but uh, apparently, the the strategy now is have a bunch of IG followers, have a big butt, put a doll behind your IG profile name. And I think part of that is just it being an investment because you know you invest in studio time, you invest in beats, you invest in a producer, you invest in a publicist, management. You know, some people are choosing to put their investments in their booty. Like, that's going to get you seen. I've accepted that. That's going to get you seen that, hey, let's turn up. I've accepted that. So. I agree with that. I've uh, seen that a butt is an investment. A nice one. Once you get a butt, you can get. I feel like even just like on a straight low scheme and level, like the more butt you have at a strip club, the better time slot you get on the strip club stage. Definitely. So it's like, I pay this $1,000 this week. Next week, I'm going to make that 1000 right back because I'm going to be on right before the main bitch. I agree. I agree. So it's a no-brainer. Yeah. What do we got else? Shout um, out to the big butts. The fake ones and the real ones. We love shout out to the big butts. Shout out to uh, Nicki Minaj's butts looking a little weird lately now, though. I think we're seeing the long-term effects of uh, bad uh, ass shots. So, think, uh, I thought she would be too rich to have to do it. Maybe she did it in the beginning. When she didn't really have so much money. I don't think we've seen the real effects of it, though. It's like, because you have to, from what I've been told, I've heard you got to keep them up. It's not just one time thing. Ass shots, I'm sorry. I just had this really bad vision of this story I saw on American Greed, uh-huh. where this big transgender man, woman thing, was giving ass shots to people in a I fucking hotel. I do remember hotel. that. I remember that. And she's in prison. And she's in jail for like life or death or some shit. So that, that somebody I just died. saw her face or its face. Yeah, she had those big ass fake cheeks. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like a fucking mutant chipmunk. <laughs> and I'm like, if I Ugh. see you as the person giving ass shots out, I'm probably going to be like, you know what, let me... Um, Come on, baby. Let me, you know, can I reschedule for next week or... Yeah, can you reschedule for number? I got to go. Yeah. I got to do a number I'm, two. I'm sick. Yeah, my dog died. I don't. I would not accept that. Uh, I wouldn't want the person doing my ass shots ass to look like J Lo. Yuck. Yuck. To J Lo's ass? No, like her in general. Like to J Lo? No, the tranny. 
Oh, okay. Oh, we're gonna get killed on anyway. Um, no, just her, not trannies in general. Just that, yeah, but it's tranny in appropriate terminology. <laughs> Edit it out. <laughs> What is next? What? Uh, what? Eminem and Joe Button. Oh, this is fun. I'm a huge fan of Joe Button. I, I used to, Are we picking sides? Yes. Joe Button? I'm Joe Button. Eminem. <laughs> Joe Eminem Button. is my fav- one of my favorite rappers. Top three that I always mention. And I think it might be top two because Kanye is definitely... I can agree with that. Shout out to Eminem. Yeah, Eminem so show is one of my right favorite now, albums ever. Andre 3000 and Eminem. Top five, I mean top two all time. Um, but yeah, Eminem definitely is one of my favorite rappers. Stan is a classic. You don't like Stan? I had a problem with the top two, Andre 3000 and Eminem. All time, lyrical. Why does everybody go to lyrical? Cause that's You just like, said bars are overrated. Yeah, bars are overrated when you're talking about putting together a song. I don't, that's bullshit, I don't believe that. I'm gonna need you to come harder than that. You want to know? I'm, I'm gonna Sounds put, like you're a hypocrite. I'm gonna play you. I'm gonna play Sounds you the like song. Sounds like you're backing out of you just saying bars are. I'm gonna overrated. play you the song, and um, you let me. Because Jay Z is my all time number one. Let's listen, listen to this right here. Who's that? Kanye. Okay. What's that on? Lift yourself. What album? It's a single. Off of what? You see that? There's not even a single. What is it off of, though? How new is this? You just put it out. Oh, this is new? Yeah. This is a marketing scheme. But the, the beat is so crazy. I agree with you that bars are overrated if it oh, comes... So what the fuck are we talking about? If it comes to a party song, and I'm trying to turn up, then you could be saying scoop dee doop dee doop dee doop If the beat's hard, the beat I'm is fucking hard. with it. We're talking about good music. But you are talking about, anyway, I don't even know what we're talking about. But we're talking about, uh, you, uh, uh, definitely Jay-Z is my number one. Jay-Z's cool, but Eminem and Andre 2000 speak for me. Andre 2000 is from this great city of East Point. Oh, is he really? He's definitely trying to Shout out to school. East Point. 25. Shout out to East Point. We're at the Art Box now in downtown East Point. Shout yes. out to the Art Box. 2575 Art Center. That's yeah. cr- incorrect. That's not the right address. No, I was talking about the, his high school. I don't care about his high school. The Art Box. What is the address for the Art Box? We're not giving that out. We're going to the website, artboxatl.com. Well, get your clicks. And uh, what else? At artboxatl on Instagram. And, and we're um, doing an hour free. If you use the promo code at the table, you get an hour free. Only valid for the next... 60 minutes of you watching this podcast. Which will probably or listening be to this released later. Are you trying to drink off camera? Did you think that was slick? Yeah, they didn't see it. They didn't pay for it. <laughs> you know we see you, right? No, you can't. You can't see me. That's funny. I know you I know you hating on my little soundboard I got over here. Anyway. You don't got Joe Button and Eminem. Comic-Con's great Okay, Joe Budden, Joe Budden. I'm team Joe Budden because I'm going to tell you my history with me and Joe Budden. I never really... I like the song Pump It Up. Actually, it was on the uh, NBA Streets game that I used to play. Remember Streets? No, it was on Madden. No, it was on... Maybe it may have been on Madden too, but I definitely remember on Streets. They had a whole commercial. Boop, 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 boop. That's what I knew him for. he wore big-ass shirts and, like, his hat backwards? Like, Everybody did. We had the long tees. Yeah, but we're talking about Joe Budden. Joe Budden's a dork. All right, well, Joe Budden's my guy, and he's the reason why I even wanted to start a podcast, because I didn't even know what the fuck it was until he had one. Uh, so shout out to Joe Budden. Still a dork. 
Shout out to Joe Button. You see the applause button is my favorite thing using a soundboard because it just brings the energy level up. You know what I mean? Okay, so I never really knew anything about him besides that song. And then I heard a little bit of beef about him smacking girls up on Love and Hip Hop, something like that. I don't know if it was true or not. That's all I really knew him as, like an angry type of personality guy. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got sucked into him by watching Everyday Struggle. Which is an incredible show. With academics. Yes. And at first, when I saw him and academics going at each other, I, I was like looking at him like, damn, this guy's crazy. I feel like he's trying a little bit too hard to be aggressive and... But then after I saw that he was really just that passionate about shit, I actually gained respect for him. And a lot of his points and his point of view, I agreed with. But I'm definitely team Eminem, and we're talking about people that can wrap their ass off. Eminem, Marshall Mathers, Slim Shady, definitely at the top of the list. Okay, I fuck with Eminem too, because I know every word to every song on the Eminem show and every album before, after that, before, like, the other bullshit. He's, well, I stopped fucking with him after. What was after the Eminem show? He's Encore. had some duds. He's definitely had Encore. some duds. After Encore, I stopped fucking with him. Like, Eminem will, will, will shift from doing fun music and, like, go back to the hardcore rap shit and then go back to fun music, which the fun music isn't always fun. What do you mean? Like, it should have just be bad. Yeah, after, if you're older than 15. Yeah, it should have, uh, I'll give you 16. 16. Whatever. Meet the middle, say Another 15, year. Wow, big deal. 15 and a half. I understand that. Um, need another sound effect. All right, we're going into the Spotify deal with Joe Budden. So explain it to me. You seem like you have more knowledge about that than I love that you seem that I seem like that, but I don't. Um, but perception is everything. Perception is everything. So we're going to roll with it. Shout out to perception. Um, Sound like a stripper name. Perception. That would be a good one. Now coming to the stage. I would tip perception. Perception. I would tip perception. It'd be a strip club announcer. <clears throat> Damn, I gotta get a better soundboard. It's too hard for me to go like this. I gotta figure out a, you know. Maybe you just stretch before you do this. When was the last time you stretched? I stretched getting my liquor. Right. Ah, here I stretch again. Shut up, Bacardi. Spotify deal. Uh, it's a big deal. He had a big ad in Times Square. Apparently, I think that Spotify must own that billboard because every time some big they artist... Might, they might have a... Because um, I know... You, well, you're not from here. But um, a while ago... Actually, I am from here. What, what school you went to? Meadow Creek High School. That's not from here. That's Gwinnett you're from, County. You're from Georgia. You're not from Atlanta. I'm um, from Gwinnett. It's not Atlanta. I'm from Gwinnett. I'm from the North. Are the Migos not from Atlanta? No. They're from Gwinnett. Okay. <laughs> but um, if, you, if you live downtown or, or headed downtown, you would see the Social Death Billboard, the infamous. I know that one. They still own that one? No, they sold it. Why? To, to, to cash money, no, no less. Oh. So they had a little Wayne thing up there for the Carter question mark. Yes. Coming. Yes. Question mark. We think. Next. 20. But anywhere between 2018 and 2000. <laughs> oh 2015. Anything over the next uh, 15 years. Yeah. Uh, it's right. coming, though. Shout out to Joe Budden's Spotify deal. It's a big deal, I guess, that he's going to be on Spotify now. Yes. I use Spotify. I actually pay for Spotify. That's one of the only streaming services I pay for. You use Apple Music. Apple Music is not that dope. You know why I fuck with Spotify? Tell me. Their playlists. Apple Music playlists are way better. You're disgustingly wrong. You're racist. Name one of the Apple Music. You're <laughs> name one of the Apple Music playlists. What's the name of it? 
The one your that, favorite one. My favorite split is the updates for me of songs that I like every week, every Tuesday. It updates. I'm talking about playlists where you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go find some new rap music. Essential hip-hop mix. Sounds weird. Yes. What sounds better? Essential hip-hop mix or rap caviar? So you're somebody that's easily marketed to. I do marketing. They when, market to when you. We, when we go to Kroger and you got to buy that air freshener and they got that Kroger brand air freshener with that little white label and like some little crappy-ass font and it's like 99 cents and it's got some... Normal fresh scent flavor, and then you see that Febreze next to it, and that Febreze got the bottle with the whole different angle on it, almost look like an ass that it got on it. Let's see, I and it. it got a little sparkling glitter spray in it. Yeah. I'm going. That's what I am. Yeah. I'm that Febreze. Three dollars in my house stink. You got what? I got three dollars in my house stink. And your what? My house stinks. House. Yes. I don't. I didn't hear what you just said. Three dollars in my house stinks. So what am I going to use? I didn't hear after house what you said. Stinks. Oh, you have $3 in your house stinks. Yeah. So what are you going to use? You're going to get some incense. For $5 for a dollar or whatever. Get the money flavor. Right? <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> Omarosa versus Trump. Oh, shit. shit. Uh, I don't yeah. know how she's getting away with it, first of all. I, I thought if I was Trump, I'd be like, assassinate her ass. Yeah. Lock her up for being black. Lock that nigger up. Lock that neglit <laughs> up. That nigtress up. Nigtress? That nigtress. Lock that nigtress up. So, yeah, Omarosa said that she has um, tapes of Trump allegedly making jokes about U.S. soldiers that died in the country of Niger. Which is That's funny. That the word Niger. Ironic. That's that, really hilarious. This is it's not funny. Uh, <laughs> it, it is funny, though. Uh, That's so, the headline. The country of Niger. What does that have to do with anything? Well, it's the country they died in. But they just wanted to say nigger without saying that. No, when they want to say nigger, they say thug. <laughs> no, like Cat Williams said, a group of insurgents. Yes. yes. Insurgents. I don't got now insurgent friends. You can kill all of them. Oh, this, this nigger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think, um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still 50-50 split on here. And um, a, a, allegedly... Omarosa started dropping tapes a few weeks ago, and I haven't, you know, her tapes don't I slap. I ain't heard one her, tape. Her tapes don't slap like that, so. Um, her mixtapes is not number yeah, one. Yeah, she's dropping tapes like Jaquan. Her mixtapes are not on Datpiff. No. Not on live mixtapes. No. Not even on SoundCloud. Oh, well, that's free. That's sad. It's, it's not sad it is. But she's still got a number one New York Times bestseller book. I think that's a lot easier to get than we give it credit for. Why don't you have one? I don't write, and I can't read, so. But if it's that easy. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> oh, you can't shit. read? I'm joking. I'm joking. I have two degrees. But you can get honorary degrees. No, I'm not that popping yet. Okay. <laughs> what degree? What are your degrees in? Criminal justice and mass media arts. Oh, I knew you was a snitch, nigga. So I know the law, and I know how to talk about it. I knew you was a snitch, nigga. One moment. If you're... Officers only knew mm. that we drinking and talking. Oh, we don't, have a, we don't have a permit for this liquor in this location. What are you doing? So who's the snitch now? I got insurance. Well, I'm under your insurance. I'm here. Nah, insurance only covers paying members. But we got to wrap this up pretty soon because you got to get down to the... Twerk Tuesday. Twerk Tuesday. Let's get to the interesting what can we stuff. Skip? Yeah, what can we skip off of the table? Let me see. This? this is a flower. It's going to work. Wait. All right. Wait. All right. Let's see. Speak. Speak. Oh, those are tips on the podcast. <laughs> Okay, what's the next time? We're gonna talk about knowing your worth as artists. No, let's 
talk about knowing Shout your worth. Shout out to knowing your worth as artists. Hit it. You have to know your worth. I'm now, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna loop that. I'm gonna loop that. Now you know, loop it. There you go. So we know as artists, if you, oh shit, it's raining. Uh, we oh, know damn. as artists, you uh, can you stop looping it. You told me to loop that. About to turn it down. So we know as artists, you know you're gonna get a lot of offers. You know, a lot of people are gonna say, hey. I mean, if you popping. Yeah, well, you popping, and it speaks to where we are as a, as a culture right now with music. If you, you can go, you're gonna get a lot of offers once you start popping. But the key is to make them work for you. Because if I have, a, if, if let's say you're the label and I'm the artist, if I have a million followers, and you say, hey, we want to sign you to give you more exposure, why do I need you? No, that's that. I hate when people do that. It's like, what, bro? I got more follow. If I have more followers than you, then I need a check. Like, we're know, not doing any cross collaboration unless we both got a million. You got a million. All right, I got a million. All right, I'm gonna million. But if you got five hundred thousand, I need uh, two bands, whatever. But yes, you have to know your worth. And I'm very passionate about this issue, so I'm gonna over talk you on this subject because talk to me. I just had a company reach out to me, which is one of your favorite soda companies out there. Not one of my favorites. I've never really fucked with them, but they reached out to us and they wanted to do a deal with one of my clients. And, is, um, it, is it Red Pop? Yeah, Red Pop. <laughs> Allegedly. Red Pop. Yeah. Uh, but it's never the brands. It's always the middleman, which are these influencer agency companies. Uh. And they, uh, anyway, they sent over the paperwork. Like, yo, go ahead, just sign this. Yeah, we're going to give you, you know, a certain amount of money. We just need you to do a video about the product. And um, we're going to pay you, like, in the fine print, like, way within, like, the seventh page of the 20th page. It was like, yeah, we're gonna pay you 30 days after the post goes live. And I mean, to the average person that was seen, for the amount of money they were offering, it was seen like, okay, you know, I could wait that amount of time for that. But I just had a bad deal with another influencer agency who promised to pay on a certain date, but two weeks later, there was no money in the bank account. Mm. And we're talking about tens of thousands of dollars that are just supposed to be here today. But you talking about, oh, I don't really know, uh, we're closed, the office is closed this Monday. So I've demanded that any of my clients who work with these influencer agencies get an upfront fee. And I would like all of it upfront is the, prefer is the preferred deal terms. Mm -hmm. um, we'll accept half upfront and half once everything is finished. But know your worth. Don't accept the first offer. There have been several times where I've said no to an offer and the person that came back and said I'm sorry and doubled their offer. Hey. By just saying no. So just know that. Yeah. And I'm insulted by this company. They just emailed me back talking about some bullshit. But we'll get off of them. So if you know what you're worth and you know what you have brings power to you. The power of no. Yeah. So know what you're worth and uh, know yourself. Know your worth, nigga. Shout out to Drake. That, shout out to that Drake song. I'm going to play that song real quick. What's the name of that one? Know Yourself. Damn. All right. This is a song. Here we go. Cut it right there. Here it is. Here we go. Uh. Not even a little bit. Know your worth, nigga. Know your worth, nigga. Anyway, we took about 10 minutes to get to that. We're about to wrap this up because, uh, oh, Fortnite stealing people's dances. Yeah, let's end it with that. Um, no, yeah. we can't end it with that. We're going to end it with the Drake and Meek. But well, yeah, let's talk about this. All right. Block Boy JB, popular rapper from Memphis. He's definitely been on the scene probably a little under a year. Everybody knows that already. Yeah, they know him. And they know his dance. This is the most yeah. athletic. You got to be an athlete. It's, it's called the dance. shoot dance. Yeah. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Right. So you got to be an athlete to pull this dance you off. You really do because I, it took me about 30 minutes 
to get the coordination together we'll with the dance. No. Okay. no. Maybe next podcast, maybe. So I'm a big fan of this dance. I do it Me myself. Me too. I love it. I love um, it. And also, everybody that plays Fortnite is a big fan, a fan of this dance. Of course, as they should be. Fortnite is for the culture. Fortnite is weird, and I feel like the black people who play Fortnite nowadays have gone into the category of the Columbine serial shooter gamer, which is not cool. Madden and in sports is the fucking. If now if you like Fortnite, that's weird. What about you? Like an what about Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto is cool. You was robbing, stealing cars. Fortnite is some weird. Like it's like Teletubbies meets. Some cartoon, it's just weird. All right. And it's not gangster to play Fortnite, just to let you guys know. Are you gangster? No. Oh. Anyway. But I see. <laughs> uh, so, Blockboy Debbie's Dance, the shoot, is featured in this. In this um, stolen, in this, not stolen. featured. Well, it could be featured and stolen. That's what, yes, it, it that's what, that's what every museum is. <laughs> Especially the African ones. Yes. Shout out to that museum in Black Panther. Shout out to the museum in uh, where? Black Panther. Black Panther. What was the name of it? The High Museum of Black Marijuana. Anyway, um, so yeah, it was featured in this in this game, although it was taken illegally. He Black Boy has not. He received, just tweeted about it. Yeah, he said what that he um, you know they love our culture, but not our color. You know, everybody wow. credits. He said that everybody credits Fortnite for this dance. And not him. Yeah, that was weird to me. Yeah, so shout out to Black Boy JB. I hope you get your money. Get, run your coins, B. But Joe Bennett was actually talking about this because he was making a case for the Millie Rock guy who was saying he should get a check. You know, there should be like some type of deal where if you created a dance just like a song, you should get some type of license and agreement. Well, on this subject, um, a lot of this stuff comes up to copyrights. But did Black Boy JB even create that dance or he just popularized it? It's the real that question. Is, is, there are a lot of, I, I know, you know we as people think that everybody, if you have something popular, you need to get paid for it. But there are a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that may need to be taken into account. Because if Block Boy JB was a part of a crew that just, and he's the most popular person from that crew, and this dance came from some obscure nigga in the back. This is usually how it normally goes. So is Block Boy JB the person that really needs the credit? I'm not saying that's what's happening. I'm just saying they're all, it's not as easy as it sounds. Shout out to his team for not trademarking that shit when they needed to. Shit, we could trademark it. What's up? No, Fortnite. Oh, man, we, uh, it cost him. I don't know. Maybe we could. But shout out to uh, the At The Table podcast. And shout out to the person filming right now who filmed some of your favorite reality shows. We got the, we yep. got the premium quality production already on the first podcast. First show. First that's show. how we roll at the art box. You know? Are you picking your nails right now? No, I'm uh, actually with sunburned. Or were you ashy? You want to find out, nigga? I don't know. The lights are telling me I see a little. I was telling him to punch you. Wow. <laughs> He's definitely Cardi B. <laughs> um, Drake and Meek Mill. <laughs> oh, shit. Drake brought Meek Mill out on stage. In Boston, which is... Was really, it in Boston? Yeah, it was weird. Which is where I was born. Actually, yeah, it makes Boston even weirder. Um, <laughs> but Meek Mill has been real cozy with the owner of uh, the, the the New England Patriots, and it's kind of oh, weird. Yeah. Why? Well, Robert Kraft. Yeah, Robert Kraft. Who owns the Kraft? Kraft, anything Kraft, mac and cheese? That's the same nigga. Niggas don't use that. Oh, yeah, we don't. Yeah, we cook our shit. But you know the name, though. Yeah. So, yeah, Drake brought Meek Mill out in Boston, and um, it was a great scene. Why didn't you bring him out in Philly, though? I think the Philly show was patched, you know. Oh. Yeah. 
But why didn't he bring him out in Philly, though? That's a great question. You should ask Aubrey. Okay. Um, I thought it was a show of Drake's power and how you and I both know Jay Prince and how he moves in the South. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, it doesn't, it looked like Drake was like, yeah, nigga, let me get your ass back on the stage and you're going to look, I'm going to sun you right now. That's what it looked like to me. That's what they got me. It didn't look like, oh, the beef is over. It looked like Drake was showing the world that I got this nigga to fucking. I'm a compassionate guy. No, I got, I got this nigga to subdue and submit himself. That's I, what it looked I like. I didn't see it like that. I see it as niggas being bigger than rap because Meek Mill went, went through some shit that definitely could have had him hemmed up for years. So, yeah. and Drake supported him. He, he shot him out through that time. And, you know, now here we are. Shout out to Drake and Meek Mill because they had a song together that was really dope that I liked that I thought would be a bigger hit, but apparently their egos got in the way. They actually had two. Shout out to... Uh, what was the two songs? Amen and Rico. I remember Rico. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in for the first episode ever of the... At the Table podcast. Yes. This will be available. I know you're pointing to me. This will be available on YouTube and yes. SoundCloud. And then wherever, wherever else we can get paid for it. And wherever else we can get paid for it. It's been a pleasure. Kodak did a great job. See you niggas later. Yes, sir.